Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. I'm Jen Posick, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. So, you guys, I'm pretty excited about our topic today. So, we're talking about leveraging virtual networking with Tiffany Kellogg. And so, Tiffany, I have to tell you guys, so this is kind of funny. So, Tiffany's been on a ton of podcasts before, and the first time that I actually heard about her was on a podcast. Uh, so before I tell you a little bit about what she does, I have to tell you, so uh, in August of last year, I joined BNI, um, which is a networking organization. It's worldwide. It's in it's like 70-plus countries or something. And so I joined it, and part of joining BNI is you complete CEUs, uh, like education units, where you're learning more stuff. And so one of the easiest ways to get in your CEUs is to listen to their podcast, which is like the the official BNI podcast with Dr. Evan Meisner, who's the founder, creator of BNI. And I was listening to, so honestly, I would just put this podcast on in the car while I was, anytime I was driving to get in all my CEUs. And I found on a couple episodes, so Tiffany was a guest, and at some point he mentioned that she was in Tampa, and so I'm in St. Pete, which is like Tampa Bay, and so I honestly, I kind of nerded out because I was like, here's this person that's in my area, and I actually, Tiffany, this is really funny, I don't think I did tell you this part, I actually (laughs) almost like sent you a Facebook message to be like, hey, I'm in Tampa Bay too, which I'm glad I did not because it's so nerdy. And then we ended up meeting each other in person um, just a few months after that because I ended up going to a three-day training that Tiffany put on that was amazing. So, yeah, we met before – well, I heard about you long before I actually met you. So, all right, let me tell you guys just a little bit about (laughs) Tiffany. So, Tiffany entered the entrepreneurial world in 2003 and since then has enjoyed being able to help her clients make money – save time, and have fun. Since then, Tiffany spent her time traveling across the globe, helping thousands of entrepreneurs create amazing businesses, businesses, goodness, and have spectacular lives through keynote presentations, workshops, online programs, and more. So whether sharing her expertise with her Southern accent on networking, referral marketing, or maximizing your time, Tiffany will knock the socks off the audience with her fun and entertaining presentations while leaving them with Tiffany's to help create results in their world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited that you are here. Okay, so can you, to just to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about how your story and how you got started with all of this? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I never would have thought that I would be where I'm at today. Life sometimes takes us on journeys. Um, because here I am, a public speaker and an author and facilitator, and I used to actually be scared of speaking in public, um, but I got over that. But what really drives me, I really think that it's so important for us to, to make the most of the time that we have, and that's so true 
with everything going on right now with uh, mm. the virus and the social distancing. Um, but for me, it really hit home. I, I grew up really tight with my family. Uh, you know, my, my mom was my best friend. My, my little sister was kind of bratty, but I still loved her to death. My brother and I always <laughs> liked to hang out. My dad and I doing projects. And so we were really tight growing up. Um, but then in 2003, my mom was diagnosed for the second time with cancer, and it was terminal. There was nothing else um, that, that could be done for her. And it was interesting, at the same time, the job that I had was doing some restructuring, and so I no longer had that position. And what a blessing in disguise. I actually got to spend each and every day of my mom's last, what might have been weeks, with her. And she held on, uh, actually survived, or held on for another three and a half months. And we got the opportunity oh, wow. to have a huge bash for her 47th birthday. Um, so she, she hung in there for us. We had this huge party. And then the next day, she went to sleep. And when she woke back up, or she never woke back up from her nap. And so I had lost my, my mom. And looking back and having that time, like being unemployed was the best thing that could ever happen because I got to spend each and every day with her. And I think, you know, things have been different in the last month or two than before. But definitely uh, leading up to all this, I think people have been so focused on, you know, what work do I have to do today? And, you know, let me just get through and we'll do this later and we'll do this mm. later. And we don't know, we don't know what later it's going to bring. Um, you know, who knows what life's going to hold for us whenever this is over, uh, whatever the new normal is going to be. I don't think it's ever going to go back to the, the way it was. I think we'll be facing a new normal. Um, right. And to, so to me, you just have to make the most of, of every single day that you have. And I, I see so many entrepreneurs and, and I was there. I was working seven days a week from before sun up to way past sundown. You know, I would dream mm. about all the work that I needed to do at night and <laughs> wake up exhausted. <laughs> and it's just not a fun oh, way gosh. to live your life. It's like I, I became an entrepreneur to have this amazing lifestyle, and I'm working all the time and, you know, barely scraping by. So I, I'm really driven by helping people have the, the best that they can possibly can. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, man. So I know you do a lot with referral networking and or ref, just referrals in general. And yeah, a lot with now it's so weird because I mean, so <laughs> I've been using Zoom for years with my business. And I mean, I have any of like my discovery calls are on there. Most of my clients, I work with them through Zoom calls. That's like the easiest thing because then they can share their screens. But this is the first time that I've done like working in like large groups with um like Zoom. <laughs> usually you know they're in person and it's like one-on-one -on -one. right yeah it, it's so weird because like I totally understand how to do like one-on-one -on -one meetings or even like small group if I'm working with a team I have to tell you though like so like my BNI group I mean there's 70 plus members it's pretty intense and other networking groups too. Like I, okay. So I know that you know a lot more though about how you can actually <laughs> network on a zoom call. So can we talk a little bit about how do you actually do that effectively? Yeah. So I, you know, I think it's interesting because we used to go to these face to face events and we would talk to people and if we met the right folks, we would exchange a business card and there's not really the opportunity to exchange a business card when you're doing these online ev events. So I've got kind of right. here's my list of things to, to keep in mind when you're networking 
a, a Zoom call. I like to call them a Zoll, Zoom plus call, because I'm just trying to be quick. Um, but the first <laughs> thing that I – I know I'm silly, right? Um, the first thing, if possible, is if I can get a list of who's going to be on in advance. So I know both you and I are a member of the Working Women of Tampa Bay uh, uh, yep. network. And one of the things that they've been doing is hosting Zoom coffees. And on their website, and this was happening back in the in-person as well, they actually have a place where you can see who's registered for the event. So before I go, I actually print out a list of who's going to be there. And so then I can – I'm a very uh, tactile person, so I like having the pen and checking things off of who's there <laughs> and making notes. Okay. Now, that, that doesn't work for all events. Uh, not everywhere gives you the opportunity to get who's on the guest list, but that's, that's one way that if you can get it in advance. Now, if you don't yeah. have it in advance, you can always do a screenshot on your computer, whether it's of, you know, taking a picture of all the different quadrants of folks or of the participants list just to see who is there during the event. Gotcha. And so that's kind okay, of how so, I see, like, who's, who's there. Yeah. Do you also do, like, beforehand, like, do you look at kind of, like, what they do and think about if there's somebody that you want to, like, follow up with? It depends on how quick before the event I get the the list. For gotcha. example, okay. tomorrow I'm speaking for the Palm Harbor Chamber. Uh, I'm getting their list about 9 a.m., and I've got a webinar from 9.30 till 10.30. So I've got about 30 minutes where I can research. So ideally I'd spend a little bit more time, but sometimes it just depends on when you can get that list. Gotcha. Okay. So anytime cool. you can research in advance, awesome. Uh, sometimes you just do it on the fly, or if you, you're just there and – here's on the screen because uh, many of these networking groups that are doing it online are giving people the opportunity to go around the zoom room and yep. give their their pitch you know 15 30 seconds 90 seconds depending on uh, the group and I think that that is a huge opportunity for us to really be listening in of is this somebody that I could use or is this somebody that I feel could be a good referral source for me or a good referral source for someone in my network and then one of my favorite features that I don't think most people are using, or it's just me, um, is the chat box. So when you're in Zoom, if you roll over the menu, the little black bar, I think it's typically down at the bottom unless you move it, yep. you can find the chat box. So you can chat to everyone in the room, and you can chat to each person individually. So yesterday, my husband and I host a monthly event called Brewing Up Business. And we typically visit breweries in the area that uh, are locally owned and do some networking while we do some craft beer drinking. However, we can't do that right now because we can't go anywhere. So we hosted it virtually. And one of the gentlemen said something, and I'm like, ooh, I have the perfect referral for him. So I just went into the chat box, privately messaged him, and said, do you know this person? Can I help create the introduction? And so, mm. I mean, the, the bad thing about this is are you still paying attention to the other folks? However, it's kind of like I want to make that connection um, right yeah. then and there to make it happen. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Nice. Okay. And so I, I like the idea of the, the private message. Plus, one of the things that most of the times that you can do when you're in a Zoom room is you can actually save the chat box. So yeah. when you're one, when you're – go ahead. Oh, one thing I heard about that, and then I know you're going to show – Talk, talk a little bit about how to do it. Um, I heard that if you download the chat, that you actually get all chats 
from everybody, like even the private ones? Well, that I don't know about. I don't know uh, for sure. I don't know for sure about that either. But that's very which interesting. Which means that you I, need to be careful what don't. you're saying in their private chat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. So talk um, talk I, a little bit about how you do that. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting thing. I'm going to have to check that out. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Now I'm going to have to research okay. that. So what you do <laughs> when you're in your, when you're in your chat box where it says like two and you can pick whom, if you go the far right hand side of the chat box, you'll see three little dots and you can click on that and it'll bring up a drop down menu and then you want to select save chat. Gotcha. And if that's too, if that's too tech, technological for you, for some of the listeners, just copy the entire chat box and pasted it into a Word document. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good tip. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so we've got our first break coming up. When we get back, um, can you give us some more tips for networking during a Zoom call? Yes. I've got two more awesome. for us. Perfect. Right, so you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today we are talking with Tiffany Kellogg all about leveraging virtual networking. So I know um, we were before we went to the break, Tiffany, you were giving us some tips on how to network during a Zoom call. And I know in the chat just now talking about the fact that so many of us were Zooming before uh, <laughs> Zoom was a thing. So it's just so funny. Like, just seeing everybody, like, everything moving over to Zoom, like, it has made me kind of laugh at all of the, like, mistakes I've seen people make. And we can talk a little bit about like, <laughs> some, like, Zoom mistakes because I think that's helpful but also hilarious. Um, when yes. did you first start using Zoom as as a platform? 
so I probably started using Zoom in 2017. Uh, I started paying for a Zoom subscription in 2018. And the only reason I remember, it was early 2018, and the only member, reason I remember that is because recently I was in there looking at something, and it was showing, you know, join 2017, paid to, oh, funny. you know, early 2018. So yeah, when people are like, we're going to do Zoom, I'm like, sweet, because sometimes they mention other things, and I'm like, I have no idea how to do that, but I know Zoom. Eh. Yeah, it's funny. I've had a few people um, have used Google Hangouts, which I, like, so back in the day, like, Google Hangouts was, like, the thing to do, but that was back when, mm-hmm. like, Google Plus was still a thing, and now I find Google Hangouts are, like, real wonky, and I just, I don't really like them. I think the quality uh, is not, yeah, they're a challenge. Um, you know, Google does a lot of things well, but the Hangouts absolutely. and the, the Plus didn't, didn't seem to take on. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Google does, like, all the things, but, yeah, I would agree. Um, It's so funny. I have no idea how long I've been using Zoom, but, like, it's been a long time. And I used to use a different webinar platform because now I use Zoom for all my webinars that I do as well um, because adding Mm -hmm. that on was just an easy add-on, easy choice. I was already using Zoom, so it just made it real simple. Um, And I use Zoom also with anytime I'm going live on Facebook as well because it makes it really easy to go back and forth between sharing my screen and not sharing my screen. And then, um, oh, gosh, what did I use? Oh, I used Webinar Jam before that, but they were partnered up with Google Hangouts, and when Google Plus was going away, they kept making all these changes with Google Hangouts and how the integrations happened. And so that's when I Mm. just switched over to Zoom because it was just so much easier. (laughs) So, Yeah. All right. So, what are uh, what's your next tip for how to network during a Zoom call or during a Zoll? So one of the and one of the things, if you can convince whomever's hosting the event, I love it when they do it. So I try to do it on all the events that I run. Is tell everybody this is the time to please put your name, your contact information, your profession, and your company, and I also like social your preferred social media connection. Like whatever your your at is, nice. yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, can we all put that in there together all at once? And so I've asked a couple of people that are hosting an event, would they be willing to do that? Um, I one time actually gave up my promotion of my business to say, you know, there are so many people here on the call. I would love to connect with you all. Could you drop in the chat box those four things? Because then everybody can get that. Like you're the hero because it's so easy for everybody yeah. to get. You've got their name, their contact information. You've got plus, plus why I say contact information instead of saying their email address or their phone number is because that tells me how they prefer to be contacted. Uh, because if so they give smart. me their phone number, they'll they'll call. If they give me, or you could say, you know, say if you prefer text, email, or phone number, so we can treat them the way that they want to be treated. And then That's so I good. And I know, know you're good at doing <laughs> that in person too. Like you do that in yeah. person as well. You're so good about that, which, I, yeah, cool. Well, some people, you Sorry. know, I'm I'm much, please please email me or text me is much more preferred than please call me or send me social media messages. But that's not how everybody else prefers to be. So if I can treat them the way that they want to be treated, it's so much easier for them. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing I want is their social media, because then I say, like, what's your preferred social media? Because if they say LinkedIn, if they say Instagram, if they say Facebook, then I know where to go connect with them. And to me, 
so I have a book. It's called The Four and a Half Networking Mistakes. And I also in the book talk about 19 networking nuggets. And number 19 is actually connect with people offline. I'm sorry, connect with people online to strengthen that offline relationship. Well, we're not really right. offline anymore. We're all online. <laughs> um, however, however, it's an opportunity. If we can connect on our social media, which people are on more now than I think they ever have been, it gives us an opportunity yeah. to continue to build that relationship with them. So I want to know where to connect, and so I want to connect with them on their social media, the one they prefer. Because not everybody, right. you know, I know you're very big on Facebook. However, some people don't do a lot of business on Facebook. Yeah, that's true. To me, to me, if you're a business professional, LinkedIn is kind of open and everybody can play there. So this is kind of funny. Do you, like, keep track of all of this information for all of your connections? No. <laughs> um, okay. It would be good if I do. Like, like the people that are active in my world, I know much more about them than the that people that if I've met somebody, if I've met somebody once, I'm not going to know as much about them. But you know, you and I spent a weekend together. It was a very lovely weekend. We went ice skating, <laughs> learned lots of things. We did. <laughs> uh, it was. It, we went ice skating you know, during. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. We went ice skating during a lunch break one day. We had a social yeah, at my awesome. house, so it was it was working, um, but we also had some fun. So people that I, I do, like my higher-level clients, I do spend more time with them, and so I know more about them than, yeah, I just met this person at one event. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Plus, I cool. see you on Wait. social media, so I know what you're doing. <laughs> Very true. That's definitely true as well. Yeah, I I know, like, for myself, like, I – sometimes it's, like, if I – well, I guess it depends on, like, the level of how much you know the person and how much you see them because there are people, like, I am on Instagram, but I'm not in, on Instagram all the time. So communicating through Instagram is a little bit more challenging for me if that's somebody's, like, yeah. method, like, main method of communication. But for some people, I know it really is, and that's where they, like – that's where they hang out. That's where, like, you slide into their DMs, and that's how you're going to get them. <laughs> um, yeah, that that all makes a lot of sense. Okay, wait. So was that that was that the last tip for the the Zoom networking? I had one, the last the last tip I have for Zoom networking is uh, actually number eighteen of the networking nuggets, and that's follow up. To me, you can be in the Zoom room, and you can be networking, and you can be talking to folks. However, if you don't do some follow-up action afterwards, you're missing the opportunity. And so it's yeah. just like at a networking event live in person, that's not enough to solidify the relationship, to become a prospect, a client, a referral source, a, a trusted advisor. We're going to have to take it outside of the Zoom room when we're doing this online networking thing and do something follow-up to, to get to know each other better. Gotcha. So are, afterwards, are you, like, going in and, like, scheduling, like, one-on-one -on -one calls? Yeah, so if, if, if the person I meet in the Zoom room is a good prospect, then I might talk to them about, hey, do you want to have a discovery conversation? Or, you know, can, we, can I share with you more about what I do and potentially how we can help you? If it's somebody that I think would be a good referral source, and it's the first time I've kind of met them, I would be like, can we schedule a 20 or 30-minute quick Zoom call? I do like the face-to-face -face so much better than just the phone. Uh, but can we schedule that 20-minute, 30-minute quick 
let's have a cup of coffee and do a call just to learn more about each other's business to see if we can pass each other referrals. And mm. if that twenty or thirty if that twenty or thirty minute call goes well, typically I like to leave with a, a very light action plan, like what's one thing I could do to support them and then follow up in a week or two and if we're we each did those things and we're feeling good, then maybe schedule a slightly longer call. Let's get to, to know each other. And this is the same thing that we do when it comes to dating. We get together, we meet you for the first time, let's kinda of have a little date. And you usually start with, like, a coffee date or a lunch date versus, like, the full, you know, fledged dinner and movies because you want to get to know each other first and see if you want to invest that much time and energy into yeah. a person. And that's what I recommend that you do when you're face-to-face networking. And so it works exactly the same with these Zoom calls. Though I do have to say this. I find there's a couple different kinds of people right now. There are some folks out there that their business is booming right now. They are slammed. They need more help. Uh, things are going amazing for them. Then you have the folks that are like barely eking by or can't do business at all right now. And for those mm. group of people, I think this conversation is much more important and like we've got to do something because we, we don't know when we're coming out of this. And it could be in a couple of weeks and it could be in a couple of months. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. However, if we kind of sit back and say, well, I'm just going to go putter in my garden and I'm going to read a couple of books and I'll get back to work when things get back to normal. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go read your books and work in the garden. However, I think this is the time for us to be ramping up so that whenever we are released and we're able mm-hmm. to get back out there in the world, we are, we are revved up and we're ready to go versus, oh, things are going to get back to normal now. Let me start all over. And so I think this is the perfect yeah. time for us to really, really working those referral relationships, developing that know, like, and trust so that when this is open, we can be working referrals for each other so we can fill the pipeline from day one, whenever yeah. that day may be. That makes, right. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> um, okay. So when you're talking about like the know, like, and trust factor, I know that you talk about the VCP process, um, which is. Yes essentially like no like and trust but can you talk a little bit about that and how that looks and yeah so you've got the no like and trust we often talk about the vcp process or visibility credibility profitability so the visibility i can't even say it the visibility stage is where people get to know who you are they might know your name they might know your profession they maybe know a little bit about you and visibility can be created one of three ways uh, number one is you can meet somebody face-to-face or Zoom call to Zoom call, I guess. Uh, the second right. way, which you're, you're amazing at, Jen, is through some type of PR, social media. You know, people can see the, the value of the Facebook ads, not always, but sometimes you can reach people that don't know you yet. And by reaching them, then they become aware of who you are. So that's the second way, um, mm-hmm. which is how you, you heard about me for the first time. Here I was on a podcast. Yep. So we hadn't met, but you had heard about me because I was on the podcast. So that's your second way. And then the third way to create visibility is that third-party testimonial. Somebody else is talking about you, and that's how we learn about you. Yeah. So that's our our kind of first stage where we get to know. Yeah. So hang on. We have another break coming up. So can we talk about the – the next Stay two tuned stages after the break. <laughs> Perfect. Stay tuned after the break for CMP. Awesome. So you're listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. 
Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right. So we were talking with T- Tiffany Kellogg all about um, kind of like the no like, and trust factor, but talking about it in terms of VCP. And so visibility, you talked about how there's three ways. And I love that one of the ways, so it's kind of like the face-to-face, the marketing, but then also like referrals from a trusted source, which mm-hmm. honestly, it's like, so obviously, as the ads maven, the main thing I do is Facebook and Instagram ads. Facebook and Instagram ads are amazing, and I also get a lot of business through referrals. Like a referral from somebody that you trust is so strong, and so I think that that, yeah, it's definitely a big way to grow the know, <laughs> like, and trust factor. Definitely. All right, so Talk to me a little bit about the C and the P part of it. Okay. So credibility is where people get begin to they, – they already know you, so they begin to like you. And oftentimes we're able to create this level of credibility by turning to others for their recommendation. And we do this all of the time. For example, hey, have you read this book? Or, oh, have you watched The Tiger King yet? Is it worth watching? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that seems to be – the, yes the and yes. To watch right now. <laughs> Have you watched episode eight yet? Oh, that's the new one. They came out. Right? Yeah, they came out. No. With the new one. We made it about halfway. Yeah, Ugh, it's we more need to watch kind it. of that. You know how the Talking Dead does? Do you watch the Talking yeah. Dead after the watch, Walking of Dead? Of course we so do. It's the same type format. I figured as much. <laughs> yeah, same right. format. Um, but, <laughs> So, um, sorry, I digress into Tiger King. I'm looking down. No, um, so with the no, credibility, we, we often will turn to others and say, hey, have, do you know this prof- professional? Have you used their product? Have you used their service? How does it work? Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we'll turn to others for that third-party endorsement to help build that credibility where we feel more comfortable with them. Here's the interesting thing when it comes to this know, like, and trust or the VCP process. Referrals rarely happen at visibility, and they might happen at credibility. It's only at profitability that we have this steady flow of referrals back and forth, where we have this trust, where referrals are consistent, proactive, and reciprocal. Most people go to a networking event, they meet somebody once or twice, and they're like, why aren't these people passing me more referrals? And they really haven't taken the time to build that know, like, and trust. And until they get to that level of trust, they're not going to refer you to risk clients. They're not going to open their book of business to you and say, hey, what can I do to help you out? Yeah. 
That makes so much sense. So that kind of leads to, so what are ways that you can then grow that trust factor or grow the profitability? Once I figure out, yeah, so when I'm working on a relationship, I think that there's kind of two two parts involved. And think of it as a coin. You've got to do both together. You can't have one without the other. On one side of the coin, you've got the idea that you need to motivate them. So you need to do things that encourage them to want to help you in return. And on the other side of the coin, you have you want to educate them. You want to teach them about your business, about what you do, so that they can easily refer you. Gotcha. Nice. Okay, so... Yeah, it's got um, to be both together. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Oh, man, it makes me think about... Sometimes I'll get referrals from people where it's like, hey, here's this person, you should call them. And I'm like... I don't even know what to do with that. So it really, it's so much is like educating people about how to like, it's like, please just give me like an email introduction or a Facebook messages introduction or some type of introduction to them. Cause yeah. One, yeah. one of the things, one of the things I say that we want to, we definitely want to teach our referral sources is how do you prefer to be referred? <laughs> how do yeah. you prefer to be referred? Cause you don't want like, here's a name and number go. It's, Hey, I would much rather, have the email introduction. And I bet you to make mm-hmm. it easy for us that you've got like an outline that we could even use to, to craft that email introduction for you. Oh, yeah. That's so smart. I actually have not put that together, but I very quickly could <laughs> because it would make it, yeah, it would definitely make it a lot easier. I will remember to do that the next time somebody gives me a referral that's like, hey, you should call them. Yeah. 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 Well, and and here's another thing that I, I think would be really important for us to teach our referral sources. So I'm going to put you on the spot here because I know you know the answer. Um, so, like, one of the things you need to teach your referrals, your referral sources, is what's an, a great referral for you. So what's one kind of ideal referral that you love to get, Jen? Oh, so any type of coach tends to be, like, the main people that I that I work with um, for both ads management and my done-with-you clients. So, like, life coaches, mindset coaches, business coaches, those are an amazing referral. Cool. And that's another thing we've got to teach them. Here's, here's what we're looking to get, and then here's how to refer yeah. them. Another thing that I think yeah. is really important for us to, to educate our clients on is our success stories. Because it's one thing yeah. to say, hey, you should you should use Jen because she's great and wonderful. I mean, you are great and wonderful, but that doesn't really tell us about right. what you do, does it? <laughs> you know, I know I was on, uh, I actually interviewed you last week, two weeks ago, and we were that talking about <laughs> some of the successes. I know, I know it's all discombobulated. Uh, but you were sharing yeah. with us one of the successes that you – what was one of the successes that you had created for one of your clients? It was a killer return on the investment. Um. Oh, gosh. I'm not sure which one specifically I shared. But so a recent one, I worked with one of my clients who she was running ads to a um, to a webinar where at the end of the webinar she invited them to a discovery call to see if they were a good fit for her program. We spent about 700 on ads. She had only about 150 people actually sign up for the webinar. For It was like four-something a person, which is actually pretty average. Um, but from that, she brought in $20,000, which is something – it was something like a 
return on ad spend of like 24 or something like that, meaning every dollar she gave Facebook, she got back $24, which is pretty amazing. That's a pretty good uh, ROI, return on that investment. For sure. To me, it's a much better test. That's a much better testimonial than just, hey, she'll, you know, help you with ads. Yeah. I need to get better about that for sure, where it's giving, like, little quick little case studies and examples of, like, from clients. That's such a good one. Yeah, I like, I think if your clients or your referral sources know that about you, it makes it so much easier for them to refer you. And and that, to me, is the aim of the game. You want to make it easy for them to be able to refer you. Yeah, and that was something you taught me, too, when it comes to, like, networking, especially, and I know it's, like, in-person networking where now it's, like, online, but it's, like, introducing somebody, <laughs> or I think even if you're introducing yourself, where it's instead of talking about, like, what you do, but it's more sharing about, like, what are some of the results that you've that you've created, it's such a quick way for people to actually pay attention. Because I can say, like, right. oh, I do Facebook and Instagram ads, but so do, you know, hundreds and thousands of other people, too. But right. when I start actually <laughs> talking about results, that, like, that's a quick way to get people to actually pay attention for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then and yeah. there's, like, we could talk for two more hours about other educational pieces. So the last one I want to mention before we move on to motivating one of the things we, we like to talk about is what is your story or what is your why? What is your ECC? And this is mm-hmm. what, what drives yes. you. This is what inspires you. And that's actually what I shared at the beginning of today's conversation. I, I think that's actually number one on the list of things that you want to share with people on, you know, here's here's what drives me. Here's why I get out of bed each and every day. Here's what makes me tick. Yeah. Oh, man. So I know that during like the three days together, we worked so much on the ECC and on this part. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think that was one of my biggest takeaways from it because it's so wait, ECC, emotional, oh shoot. Emotional charge connection. Thank you. Emotional (laughs) charge connection. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So with your emotionally charged connection, I started using that when um, when I'm first telling a little bit about me at the beginning of any presentation that I do, I used to start off any type of like workshop talking about how I got started with running ads. And the thing is, like, because the way that I got started working with my family's business, like, sometimes it almost seems unreachable for people because I grew our email list to 160,000. It brought in like 2 million in sales, which is amazing. But for some people, it's like they can't connect with it because they're like nowhere near that. They couldn't spend that much on the ads to get there, you know. So I know that like while it makes me look good, it doesn't necessarily connect them to me. So with the emotionally charged connection, I started talking about how I really help make people more visible. And a lot of that is because I spent so much time really being invisible and a lot of that was because from growing up being bullied a lot for my weight and all of that and having to really work on it and when I start off talking about all of that it's made such a difference and people like put in the comments people like have sent me messages because I like I put it out there from the beginning and it's super uncomfortable 
But like I got back amazing responses from people totally connecting with me because everybody's gone through some type of bullying growing up. Every, like people understand that like, yeah. feeling invisible and having to work on like self-worth and all that. Yeah. I think that that part like makes such a huge difference and I'm, yeah, such a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then that's my number one. I think that's number one at the top of the list of things that you want to share with other people. Yeah. That and makes again, so much there's sense. A, a longer list, but I want to, I want to give at least a little bit of attention to the other side of the coin. And that's the motivating side. A couple of my motivate favorite motivating tips that I think are easy for us to do right now with what we have going on with social distancing. Number one is giving people testimonials. Whether this is mm. going to their Facebook page, they're going to Google, grabbing your camera and shooting a video. I think video testimonials are uh, number one. I think giving others testimonials is a great way to motivate people. Mm, yeah. And I, I typically so like to recommend focusing on the, the testimonials of what you were, what they were able to help you create. So, again, it's not the fluffy testimonial of, you know, it was great or it was wonderful. It's here's what I generated because of working. Right. Here's what I created because of working with that person. Nice. Another one that I uh, – another tactic that I think is really popular right now is advising because some of us have got some great knowledge. And whether it's, hey, let me reach out to my massage therapist. I called my massage therapist for some advice because I've got this pain in my shoulder and I'm like, I can't see you for who knows how long, and I'm dying here. And so she actually was yeah. on a Zoom call for me. We recorded it so she could tell me uh, how to have my husband give me the massage because it's like a funky place in my back. <laughs> like so, how he oh, can that's help so smart. And I think, yeah, and I figured, and you know, he has an issue with his forearm, and she was like, "Here's what to do for him." Because I didn't know this, but it makes total sense that if you do the same exercise or uh, self-massaging yourself, it's not as effective as if someone else does it on you. It's a neuro thing going on in your brain that, you know, it actually wants somebody else doing the touching, doing the healing. Oh, that's so interesting. But I, that's interesting too, because I've heard similar stuff with, not necessarily with massage, but other like types of healing modalities. So, it mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense, though. Huh. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. one, so one other um, yeah. technique before we go to break. Yeah. So the last one I wanted to share is connecting. I think that now is an opportunity for, for us to go through our database, for us to go through our phone, our email list, whatever it is, and start connecting the people in our world that may not know each other yet. But we think they could be really great referral sources and maybe recommend, hey, the three of us, why don't we get together? for a cup of coffee uh, online, you know, just get to know each other a little mm. bit. And so I think now is an awesome opportunity to create some connections, whether via phone, text, email, social media, connecting folks that have the potential now to develop those relationships to hit the ground running when the world gets back. Oh, I love that. And then it's super motivating to, like, reciprocate if you're introducing them to some. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we are going to take our final okay. break real quick. Um, you're listening All to right. The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. 
Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right, so we're talking about leveraging virtual networking with Tiffany Kellogg. We, oh my gosh, we've talked about a lot of different, <laughs> different aspects of networking for sure and so many good tips to keep in mind. Um, okay, before I forget, Tiffany, I know you have, you are offering, gosh, so much value to so many different people. Um, what's the best way for people to um, see what you're offering and get in touch with you and keep up to date with you? So we are doing all kinds of different programs, networking events. Yeah, there's a lot we have going on. And so if you go to Facebook.com slash Tiffany Speaks, and so Tiffany is T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E. So Facebook.com yep. slash Tiffany Speaks. Slash events. I am putting all of the events that I am hosting up there, so you can easily pop on there and see. Some of them are free. Some of them have a little fee to go along with them. Uh, but we've got all kinds of different things, and we are adding things daily. I think we added one or two yesterday. I've got one or two going up today. We've got two going up tomorrow. So there's stuff being added. Oh my gosh! Consistently. <laughs> so just. Yeah, and then and then while you're there, if you you want to stop by Facebook.com/slash Tiffany Speaks, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Though I'm not on Twitter very much, but you can find me at Tiffany Kellogg, T-I-F-F-A-N-I-E-K-E-L-L-O-G. I am the only one with it awesome. spelled that way, so I'm pretty easy to find. <laughs> nice, and um, yeah, I know we have. At least we have your website and email in the show notes, so you can go there to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I will say, so the training that I went to, um, it's called uh, Ignite Your Business, and I know that you are doing, you have one of those coming up that is going to be online, right? Yes, we are, we, are, we are confirming the date today and tomorrow with all the other people, um, but we will be starting that in May. Awesome. So for the very first, I know for, that for the very first time it will be virtual, which is so exciting because I had to drive an hour each way, but it was totally worth <laughs> it. But I know so many of you are not in like the Tampa Bay area. And so it's very exciting because then people can join from wherever. So I highly recommend that whether you're checking out some of the free events or some of the paid events, definitely go check out all the stuff that Tiffany has to offer because there's, oh, my gosh, so much good stuff to help you make more money, save more time, and have more fun. Um, all yeah. right. So I have to ask, 
since you are on the Ads Maven, have you run uh, Facebook and Instagram ads before? So I have in the past boosted posts, which I just learned from you okay. last week that that's not always the best <laughs> thing to do. Um, right. But I have boosted posts in the past. I didn't know. I know. Most people don't. And Facebook <laughs> makes it so easy to just press boost post. Now, I will say, yeah. I mean, if you want to keep them on Facebook, it could be worthwhile to to boost a post that's like going to a Facebook event where you really just want event responses to it. It's not you don't need them to sign up someplace uh, separate. It could be it could be worthwhile, but you haven't run any like actual ads. Not yet. Gotcha. I'm excited to see if you do start running ads. I know we had a little chat yeah. about some ways to make ads potentially effective, especially for like ads to webinars, I think would make so much sense. Yeah, so my, my yeah. plan is based off our uh, call yesterday, I took advantage of the, what do you call that, your strategy call? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I took advantage like of ads. that, and so I'm going to do some some organic testing of my yep. offering because I want to make sure that what I'm sending them to, I'm actually able to close because uh, sometimes I know it's Absolutely. like even if you get them there, you've got to get them to close. So I'm going to work on my – because I'm really good with my in-person funnel, so now I'm going to work really on my online funnel. And once I've kind of got it smooth, then I'm looking forward to working with you to get in some killer ads that get people connected. Yay. I love it. And it's so true like because the thing is like Facebook won't fix a broken funnel. It'll just like – make right. you waste a lot of money really quickly. <laughs> so it makes so much right. sense. Like get it set up, test it organically, post it, like email your list about it, post about it on like Facebook and your groups, all the places. And then if you know that that works, that's when you can put some money behind it to get it out to more people. I think that makes so much sense to do that. Okay. Awesome. Um, oh, gosh. So I know we only have a few minutes left. Is there anything else that you want to share in terms of like ways that we can really leverage virtual networking? So I want to kind of, and we, we talked about this briefly, but didn't expand upon it earlier. We mentioned like Zoom bloopers and being good on the yes. camera. Oh my because God. I think that <laughs> this is going to be the fun part, right? I think that it's really easy yes. for us to forget ourselves when we're on the camera, when we're at a virtual networking event. And to me, how you're being is just as important when you're online as it is mm -hmm. when you're offline, and maybe even more so because people are looking at you and making the decision of, do I want to talk to this person more? Do I want to have follow-up communications, or am I done? Yeah. And I think most people oh my have God. seen the, the thing on Facebook with the girl that took the, to, took the computer with her to the bathroom. Um, it was so funny. It's now, so I, embarrassing. I, oh, I'm, poor girl. I'm like, who, who was on that call that shared it? That was just mean. Um, <laughs> so, like who shared that embarrassing moment with oh, the world? Oh my gosh! Yeah. But so just yeah. just basic things, you know. If you're normally wear your hair and makeup, do your hair and makeup, shave, dress in semi-appropriate clothing. Make sure you're lit from the front so people can actually see you. Make sure they can hear you yeah. decently. Uh, no distractions. Make sure your background is clean. Some people, I'm like, oh my gosh. 
if you live like that, I am not doing business with you. If you're driving, totally don't, you know, have the camera on. <laughs> um, do you really want to be smoking while you're on the camera? Uh, it's just crazy what people are doing. Yeah. Oh, man. I um I was on a call with somebody recently uh, where they had a TV behind them, and the TV had, like, the news playing behind them. And that, to me, oh. it was so distracting. And it was also, like, pretty clear how they felt politically just based on the channel that it was on, too. Oh, which I was, my. It was so interesting because it was very polarizing as well. And I'm just like, is that what you mm. want to be doing? Yeah, it was – yeah, it's just very interesting. Um, and I, it's one of the other things that I know, like, because Zoom does have it so that you can set up, like, a virtual background. The one thing I will say, to be cautious of it and how you actually look, because those backgrounds are cool, but at the same time, they can be a little bit weird looking, too. And I've seen yeah. that a lot recently, which is so funny to me. Well, if you're moving around, it can be weird. If you've got the wrong color shirt on, it like it disappears. Um, right. I mean, yeah, it's 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 fun, but it's not the answer sometimes. Yeah, I think it depends so much on like who you're actually talking to and working with, right? Like, as to yeah, I mean, we did uh, we did a happy hour this weekend, and the, the host of it is in his pool, but it's a five o'clock. Saturday afternoon, happy hour, let's drink and hang out from your backyard. So can you be in the pool? Can you be smoking? Can you be drinking? That's very different than, you know, at 7 a.m., here's our business meeting. Let's go. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Tiffany, thank you so much. These have been some awesome tips for some very weird times, but I think that these tips will be really helpful <laughs> even after the fact because, like, some of the stuff yeah. with, like, the virtual networking, I had never even, like, honestly, not even thought of. So, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So, and virtual again, networking people... is not going away. Yeah, I think that's so true. Okay, so to check out more from you, they can go to your website, tiffanykellogg.com, and especially go to facebook.com slash tiffanyspeaks slash event. All right, see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.